0: any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.
1: One way to maintain your lifestyle in retirement is to make sure your plan evolves with you. On today's
2: show, we'll highlight some steps to take to help you get there. Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sudol and Kevin Frisbee is here. Kevin, of course, is uh, author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and Associates and so much more. Hey, Kevin, always good to catch up with you. I know you're a busy guy these days.
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I miss doing these shows every week. I know my guys are having a good time with you, Steve. And, and uh, I just, again, I feel fortunate now to be back and uh, and doing some uh, some recordings with you. Yeah, great. And
2: again, you couldn't have picked a better time, Kevin, because things are, are things are as crazy as they have been, wouldn't you think? Wow, uh, is the word. Uh, you yeah. know, call after call,
1: uh, we've got clients uh, reaching out to us, just having normal concerns like like most retirees do in this world. And there's a lot going on. There's a lot of uh, potential pitfalls that are in front of us. And they've always been there to some degree, but the, the scary part is for a retiree, imagine you're retiring this year, And all of a sudden we have, you know, the potential for a recession in front of us. We've got this crazy volatile market that we're, uh, you know, in in the middle of right now. We've got a a situation in, in, uh, you know, in Europe with a war. I mean, just, I mean, I could go on and on with the the potential pitfalls and not everything's going to be terrible. But I wouldn't want to be necessarily retiring today with everything in front of in front of us.
2: Well, I mean, that's where if, if I'm a client of yours and I was planning to retire this year, should I rethink that? Or should I just believe that it's going to be safe? What What are you telling folks? Well, that's a great question. It,
1: it really is going to be case by case, Steve. Okay. And um, just people... First of all, the, the the most important thing for people when they retire is to be comfortable enough that they can stay retired. And so, if if and a lot of my clients have done a, a amazing job saving up a lot of money that they'll never have to worry about running through, but some of those that are not quite sure if they have enough, if they're on the on the fence, um, you know what? I'm not necessarily going to tell them that, well, I have. I told some that you should continue to work. Um, those are interesting conversations. Oh sure, but, but I'm. But you know, yeah, I have to be straight shooting with people, and it is what it is, right? And if we have to tear the bandage off and, and talk about, uh, you know, a healing up, then then that's what we do here. But but then some people make that judgment of of continuing to work and not retire this year because of what's going on based on their own comfort level. And so if that's the case, that's not a wrong decision. If you don't have enough comfort level that you want to retire this year, not quite sure, stay working. Stay working another year, six months, reevaluate, and then move forward. Because the last thing you want to do is retire too soon and all of a sudden regret that and then now have to go back and And figure out something else to do. Well, again,
2: and I think people. One of the main things I think that we talk about is maintaining that lifestyle in retirement, and and that really is, you know, that's what we have to do. And there, there may be sacrifices that we have to make in order to achieve that.
1: Well, that's the term I use all the time: maintaining retire uh, lifestyle in retirement. And to, to the point that you just made, also is you shouldn't have to retire and maintain lifestyle and think about cutting back that's the that's that's defeats the whole purpose right if you work right. all your life and all of a sudden you have to think about cutting the corners so that's what we want to keep that off the table if if we can lay out a plan and help people retire and not have to worry about changing lifestyle and just maintaining what they do day in and day out that's the ultimate goal of retirement
2: and if you're in that, uh, you know, that financial red zone, as we like to say, I think right now might be very motivating uh, <laughs> well, for a guy like me, for example, um, not that I'm retiring, but it's very motivating. I want to take advantage of catch up, and, uh, and I want to just, you know what I mean? And not have to worry. Well, there, there's a couple things there um, that if
1: I was five to 10 years from retirement today with this market volatility and the market pullback, it's opportunity is, is what it is to me. Um, and it's an opportunity for people to do, you know, do catch up contributions to their retirement accounts right now with the market down, it's a great time. I usually wait to do Roth conversions at the end of the year with clients. I'm telling clients right now, as we're doing reviews, do your Roth conversion right now as the market's lower, because you're going to convert at a lower point, but you're also going to have the same investment. So you're still going to have the chance to get those to come back. And all of a sudden now uh, you've got opportunities out in front of you in five to 10 years that, you could really capitalize and maximize on this this pullback that we've seen in this volatile market that we've seen.
2: And one of the things, I mean, we talked about Secure Act 2.0, I think uh, Jeff and I talked about that. Um, it, but again, if Secure Act and when Secure Act passes the Senate, I mean, they're, they've they really done some changing in to, in, to encourage those catch-ups, even for folks that are 62, 63, 64.
1: Yeah, I love the fact that they are focused. And one thing about this bill, it seems to be a clean bill, meaning they don't put all kinds of pork and other things uh, attached to it, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. They, they just strictly try to focus on retirement for the most part. So when you look at that, um, they, they're really, uh, you know, Understanding of some of the challenges of our potential retirees in the future, meaning they, they have a lot of people have not saved up enough money. A lot of people need to continue to work. They they're talking about raising the Social Security ages and doing all kinds of Medicare changes and whatever, but that still hasn't happened yet. But but those are things that are being kicked around in Congress today, uh because they know that, that the challenge we have as a country is this biggest generation in the history of our world is coming up to retirement. For the next, think about this, Steve, 12,000 people a day. This is amazing statistic. 12,000 people every single day in the United States are turning 65, 12,000 per day for the next 19 years.
2: Holy cow. Think you, about you that aren't, number. You can't ever retire. You've got too much work to do. I, yeah, I have a lot of work to do, right? 19 more years of work. That brings me right about to where probably I want to be,
1: by the way. So... Um, uh, to, to that point, though, there's there's a lot of challenges that come with that, fiscal challenges for a country, uh, fiscal challenges for a retiree and their household and their portfolios and, and, and money management, that, that kind of stuff that has to be looked at and has to be addressed. And I'm just I'm making a point to say that, that the politicians are actually stepping up and, and starting to try to make some positive changes for people to do some things like catching up and, and increase their contributions
2: and tuck more money aside. I like that. I mean, I like the positivity that that you're putting out there with this thing because, you know, the, the first SECURE Act was a, a sort of a, you know, well, it was a little awkward at times. We'll say that. <laughs> the, uh, um, so let's talk about that. So we've got a plan together and, and you know, things are what they are at this point. Um, and, you know, maybe I've got a, an IRA and a Roth and how, how do we know what to pull from first? That's where you come in, I guess. Yeah, well, we do a lot of advising on uh, distribution
1: planning is what you're asking. And so here's one of the things that sets us apart as a firm. We have such a holistic approach to what we help clients with. And distribution planning is a critical part of what we do. And what, what, what does that mean, distribution planning? If you're listening out to the show today, it means that you come in, besides growing your money, managing your money, doing risk management, all that kind of stuff, right, that is required and important. We also talk about where do you pull money from when you start to retire? Wh- which account do you take it from best first to minimize taxes, to max- potentially maximize gains? There's ways to do that and strategies to do that. One of the number one things we're going to look at first and foremost when we talk about distribution strategies, Steve, is tax brackets. What is the federal tax bracket that you fall into currently? What is it going to be when you retire? And now we can look at those brackets and minimize, or, or or I should say, do withdrawal strategies based on the tax bracket. Meaning if somebody has um, all pre-tax monies, and hopefully you don't, hopefully you've got some Roth money set aside and some non-retirement money set aside. But if you only have pre-tax IRA type monies or 401k type monies, it's more challenging to, to do this strategy. But most people don't. They have a mix of non-retirement uh, Roth accounts. So we look at how much do you need first? What's the number that you need on a monthly basis and put that in play. And now what's the tax bracket? If you pull that number out of your accounts to supplement your income every month, what does that create for income and and where does that put you in the brackets? Then we can make choices of which account, the Roth, the savings account, or the pre-taxed account where we pull that money from. Sure. Uh,
2: So once we get into retirement, does our investment strategy change? It should. Uh, It really should. Depending
1: on, uh, again, it it depends on how much money you have saved up. It, it, in most cases, most people do have to change their investment strategy simply because you want to look at your risk tolerance, your risk tier. How much could you have, uh, you know, a stomach to potentially lose? Um, So those all factors into how the allocations and the investments need to be. And the the, the problem we see a lot of times, we do this portfolio X-ray all the time for people. It's complimentary. We do it. Uh, no cost no obligation even for no, people that aren't clients people come in they do that that portfolio analysis and we do a comparison we find a lot of people have way more risk than they really should when they come up to retirement and then we simply make recommendations of hey if this is what if this is what you're doing today this is what you ought to think about doing differently to 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 put some provisions and make some changes and put some safety in the, in the portfolio look at this past year look look at the volatility the declines in the markets we've had uh, all over the place, if you're retiring and all of a sudden you had too much risk in your portfolio, it's going to make you second think of, of retiring or not, right? And so having the proper allocations and the mix of investments is, is one of the most important things you can do as a retiree. Sure.
2: And, and again, you know, we talk about, uh, we haven't really touched on taxes much um, because that's a big part of this whole process too, is making sure and managing our taxes. It is and, and getting back to the point of you know doing a distribution strategy, where do we pull the money
1: from? which accounts do we take it from? ties right in with the tax strategy. and, and do you do Roth conversions? I mean again, when the market's down right now and you have a, a chance and ability to transfer and convert Roth uh, I'm sorry pre-tax IRA type monies to a Roth chassis right now, and then the market's going to rebound at some point as you know, the market's going to go back a, a higher, so it gets, gets you the opportunity to convert, have a lower tax. Uh, uh, pe- uh, I call it a penalty but lower tax bill basically when you convert at a lower price in the market and now you put that over into a roth you can pick the same investment so you can guarantee you 're going to have a, uh, a you know rebound in those positions and bang it 's a win so it, it tax strategies and planning is a massive Massive part of the conversation. Again, that's part of the holistic conversation that we have with people when they come in. That's one of the other things that sets us apart from most firms out there that don't even talk about distribution planning or tax planning.
2: Well, folks, if you'd like to have that holistic approach, give Kevin a call right now. In fact, let's open up the lines, Kevin. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10
1: callers who will call in today...
2: Hey, folks, this is a great opportunity for you to put to, to put together a financial roadmap. Let Kevin and his team take that complex financial world, turn it into something that really makes sense. It's a practical financial review. Step by step, it's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. You'll get, uh, you'll get a comprehensive financial review, and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. Again, 800-998-5649. How to navigate your retirement in a volatile market is no easy task. When we come back, we'll outline some
1: ways to get you to the kind of retirement you've always wanted.
3: In retirement, some people like to take it easy let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go.
0: And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater
3: of New York, to Bora, Bora You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan. Enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. <laughs> Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically still one cent, but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. (laughs) I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money.
2: And we're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Kevin is a uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. You can visit the website. I encourage you to do that. That's frisbeebenefits.com, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S dot com. And, um, yeah, Kevin, you guys do such a great job with that. Uh, and I know that there's a lot of work behind the scenes keeping that website up to date, current. But you do
1: a great job. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, we get a lot of feedback from clients because we send out a, a weekly newsletter. And by the way, if you're, if you're listening to the show and you're not even a client yet and you're not on our database, just call up and give us your email and we'll put you on a newsletter. We send out a weekly newsletter, giving market updates and information. It's great information. We get great feedback from our clients. And on the website, by the way, if you're listening, all, most of the radio shows for the past like two years, I think, Steve, or three mm-hmm. years of podcasts on there. Sure. They can find us there. Uh, the TV shows, we've done now 70 TV episodes. Uh, wow. th- I think they're all tied on the website that you can watch all of those going back two years.
2: Wow, that's great. Boy, you get over 100, you'll get some serious residuals, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You not. know, it's... You know what's funny about residuals bringing that up, and I, and by the way, it's a great point to
1: put. You already plug my book, but I'm going to talk about my book because I'm going to give it away to all the callers on today's show. Fantastic! But I got a Amazon because I'm you know obviously we did the, uh, the you did the voiceover for yeah. me and the audio book whatever. I got a check the other day from Amazon. I get periodic checks because people go on and buy them, but it's the biggest check I ever got, and I'm like, it's four years since I've re- released wow. my book. I mean, how does that happen? I guess you know it's just, and it's not a large check, but it's it was fun to see
2: that. Oh yeah, well I mean again, it's it's a great little book. There's no question about it. And uh, yeah, if you're giving them away, yeah, I'm in. Uh, well, wait, yeah, giving them to all the callers. <laughs> exactly all right, right, fair enough. Uh, so you talked about a volatile market and navigating retirement in that, and uh, you know, so uh, as a little bit of research, I, I typed in uh, how to handle uh, market swings in retirement. Uh, millions. Of returns, millions of stories out there about how to do that, and and I guess the the, the question I've got is, how do we do that, and and is it is it as complicated as it seems, or as complicated as the internet wants you to believe? Well,
1: it can be complicated. Sure, and, I understand. And sometimes people can complicate it themselves just thinking through it. It's there's no easy way to answer that, but but I'm going to answer it the best I can. Sure. Because And I say there's no easy way because there's so many different scenarios with people's finances and d- different household situations. The, the key is, ultimately, is if, you, if you've got enough saved up, you have two buckets. And I'm going to just explain it, in, I guess, in a simple form as best I can. You have two buckets. One has risk money in it, and one has safe money in it. And the point is, when the market is going higher... When you're doing your distributions for supplementing your income, you take it from the market side that is going higher because now you're just siphoning off gains. When the market is going lower, you don't want to touch the market bucket. You want to leave that alone and let the market come back and do its thing. You have the safe bucket that is also growing at a competitive conservative rate, not as much as the market side but the key here is you have no market downside in the market in in the I'm sorry the safe bucket so you can swap and switch your distributions and start taking that money from the safe bucket as the market has some some declines in volatility that is the in an easy explanation the best solution simple as it sounds to make sure that you can manage uh, a volatile market
2: in retirement. Well, let's talk about that. If you're in the if you're in that financial red zone five to ten years before retirement, and we have a plan put together, is it time to take a look at that and make sure that we need that major changes aren't necessary? It, it be,
1: best time to take a look at that is five to ten years from retirement today. That that is today is the best time to look at that because it gives you still have time to get the ship right. You still have time to not get to the end and say, "Oh man, I should have." Should have done something before. Should have changed something, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. Today's the best day to to basically pick up the phone, call us up, and sit down and and take advantage of the consultation. The closer you get towards that end end date, whatever that date is for you, it's tougher and tougher to make those changes and decisions. And and sometimes even after you retire, I've had people come in, and it still happens. Just it is, you know, people procrastinate coming in sometime or calling up, and they come in, and it's almost crisis planning in crisis mode. And that's unnecessary if you're doing things appropriately and, and not procrastinating or not waiting until the last minute. Man, you can. Pre- you, it's all preventative, right? You know, people go to the dentist and have their teeth cleaned because it, it's preventative stuff that to have <laughs> prevent having them rip, rip your exactly. teeth out of your head at some point, right? right? Yes, it's the same kind of idea. You want to do preventative work with your retirement planning and your money's. As soon
2: as you can, and doing it frequently, you know, before it's a crisis. Well, and again, so if I'm already in retirement, what should I be doing differently? You know, looking at how much you're
1: contributing, um, what what your number needs to be at the end of that time period. What What are you trying to get to? You know, if you use six percent annual withdrawals, for meaning for every hundred thousand dollars you have saved up, uh, six thousand dollars a year. $500 a month. You can safely withdraw without having to worry about really touching the principal. So what does that number need to be? If that's, if that's the number, you need 300, 500, 2 million. I, I don't know. Everybody's got a different situation. So looking at that and focusing on, all right, how do I get to that point? And then stepping into, backing into, figuring out what game plan you have to have and how much you need to save up every, every year. And then how much you have to
2: save up every month and break that down to hit that end goal. Sure. And so as we talk about this, boy, the volatility of the word recession is being bandied about. Um, And uh, we caught up with a chief U.S. economist with Oxford Economics. Her name's Kathy Busjansik. She was on CNBC recently, and she says that there's pretty decent momentum within the economy right now, but that may not stay the same.
1: And that's really because some of this momentum that we see in the economy stretched to ease. And at that time, we think the Fed... Um, gets to a more restrictive policy stance, and and maybe really the Fed does hold the key here, uh, as it many times does for the economy, and and also clearly for the financial markets.
2: So here's my question, Kevin. So she's saying that some the, the Fed runs the the market, or the market runs the Fed. Is that which one, or is it a, a combination? It's a combination,
1: and what you've seen here in in uh, in the last couple of weeks, the Fed's. Uh, the Federal Reserve uh, increased interest rates a half a percent, and so market that same day, you know, rallied uh, almost a thousand points. The very next day, the market tumbled uh, about a thousand points. So again, creating vol- volatility. The key thing that the Fed said in that statement when they raise rates a half a point is probably we have a, a half a percent uh, rate hike the next two meetings, and if that's and then additional quarter points after that. So what's going to happen is this. He, that's how the Fed right now is directing the market. When that shifts and the market starts directing the Fed is when people start getting pain points enough to say i'm I'm sick of losing my my retirement monies. I'm sick of losing percentages of my my money I've saved up and and having a stock market, and they start screaming to the politicians and it's all over the news. The Fed will get the pressure from Washington to slow. the the rate increases down. That's just exactly how that works. And here's the other thing that plays into it. This is going to be a big factor this year. We're in a a midterm election year in November. And I'll tell you right now, the Democrats are going to get basically rolled over already. And the the politicians, both both parties, by the way, the politicians do not want to see negative sentiment going into an election cycle. And so you're going to see, I think, a a kind of a boost to to the markets. When the Fed slows down, when the and and you won't hear this, but you'll and you won't see this, but the the the, the White House is going to put pressure on the Federal Reserve behind the scenes to slow down the rate hikes to let the stock market come back. Uh, won't go back to all time highs, but to come back and get some of these people's losses back because we're we're Americans. We have a short memory. It's unfortunate, but that's the fact. And so these politicians play that, and the Federal Reserve plays us and and dictate the, the direction of the market. So it's a combo.
2: So is, the, is it going to do what, it's, uh, what they're intending it to do, and that is slow down inflation? But, and then, you know, as interest rates rise? Well, here's the real problem, right? And it's the great experiment. Think
1: about this statistic. In the last 24 months, this is a staggering statistic. In the last 24 months, think about all the money supply we've ever created in history. All of it in history. In the last two years, 24 months, we've created 60% additional money supply, Than we've created in in all time in history. Wow! Think about that. Wow, that's and so kind of scary. It's very scary, and so you're seeing high inflation, and it's it's really not going to slow down. There's no real way to slow that kind of uh, uh, inflation down because of the increase and creation of the additional money supply. What it does, inflation goes higher. Your, your spendable dollars go lower, the, the, the dollar value goes lower, and that's basically what's going on because we've got too much printing in this country. So that again, the double-edged sword also is we've got $31 trillion in national debt. We didn't have that in the 1970s when when they allowed rates to go up to 20%. So now we do have $31 trillion. So the Federal Reserve is back in the corner. They they will raise rates, but there's going to be a screaming match in the White House between the Federal Reserve and uh, and Joe Biden saying, no, you got to slow it down and stop it. And all of a sudden now, bang, rate, rate rises will stop and slow, which means they let inflation get away. And there's nothing today that they have to, to be able to slow, that down, slow it down or stop it.
2: Wow. That's a lot to think about, Kevin. Uh, let's take a quick break and think about that and uh, invite folks to call in the process. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people
1: who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There is no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot-off-the-press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap.
2: Hey, folks, this is a great way for you to kind of get a handle on what's going on today, a a financial roadmap, your own financial roadmap. Kevin and the team can really take a lot of things that are complicated, break it down, make it easy to understand. It's a practical financial review, and it's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin, the next 10 callers are gonna get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are right now, but more importantly, it's gonna be a roadmap that will help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Going from acquisition to distribution of your retirement dollars is a big
1: change. It can also be a financial stumbling block if you're not prepared. We'll break it all down when we come right back.
3: Funny money or not-so-funny money. This time, we're talking about funny money. When I was a kid, I collected wheat back pennies. Well, that's what I call them, at least. They're really just wheat pennies. I had a bunch of them stored in an old cigar box. The back featured the words one cent in bold letters, E. Floribus Unum and two wheat stalks on each side. Now I have no idea where they are today but I doubt I'd be rich if I found them. Most wheat pennies minted between 1909 and 1956 are worth about four to five cents. I'm guessing I had about 200 or so so if I still had them I'd be looking at a huge payday of ten dollars. Yippee! But there are a few rare wheat pennies worth thousands. Here's just one example. There's one from 1945 that's worth $50,000. Apparently, when the die was struck onto the planchet, it created a unique pattern. Some of the letters of E Pluribus Unum appear inside the crack in the surface of the coin. Really? That's it? And that's why it's worth $49,999.95 more than the ones I had? had of course being the keyword who knows i may have had that one well anyway pennies make dollars and more dollars make for a better retirement for funny money i'm dave perkins
2: back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sudow. Uh, Kevin is the author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day, and if you're uh, a caller today, you're going to get a copy of that book, because Kevin says, right? Yep. All the callers today, no obligation to
1: do anything with us. Uh, if you want to copy of that book, if you want to give it as a gift, uh, call us up and we'll send you out a, a
2: copy of the book. And, and again, no obligation to do anything with us. All right. Fair enough. And again, it's 800-998-5649. That's the number you can call folks. So let's uh, let's talk about this acquisition to distribution. That really is your niche. I mean, that's what you do, right? As a, as a firm, that's that's your sweet spot. It is our sweet spot, Uh, you
1: know. Obviously, most of our clients are retirees or pre-retirees, looking for direction, looking for help, um, looking for advice, and uh, you know the fact that we we help people. As we talked a little bit about uh, earlier in today's show, that distribution planning is part of that holistic plan. It has to happen. If it's not happening, by the way, I'm not just saying this. That that sets us apart. There's some other firms here that I know uh, pretty well. Um, that do a good job with their clients as far as the holistic plan. But but again, if you're coming up to retirement and you have somebody that's only growing your money, maybe this year losing your money, but, but whatever that is, and you're not getting that holistic conversation, the tax strategies, the distribution planning, I, that's that's the reason alone to at least have a conversation and ha- have a free consultation with somebody here at Frisbane
2: Associates. Sure. Well, let's talk about the bond market for for a couple of minutes, because I, I think there's a lot of confusion out there about what bonds are, what they're doing. I mean, I think what they're doing is not much, but as interest rates rise, bond prices go down. And if they're already down, how much lower can they go? Yeah, that's an interesting point. So I've had a couple of clients uh,
1: send us some additional like contribution monies and uh, wanted to reinvest uh, some additional funds in their accounts and some of the commentary in the last few months is, "Hey, Kev, how come we we don't have very many bonds in our in our portfolios?" And so I had to come back and explain, saying, "All right, we throw just picture this for a second. Throw your hands out, way out in the air, uh, level with your shoulders, and and pretend you're a teeter totter. And on one end of the teeter totter is bonds, and on the other end of the teeter totter is interest rates. Right? Mm-hmm. So what happened if if interest rates are?" In, are going higher, which they are. We, we just saw an increase a few weeks ago. We're going to see a couple more, at least a couple more uh, in, in the future. If interest rates go higher, what happens to your other arm? That teeter-totter goes the opposite direction and bond prices decline. So we've had an environment this year where bond prices and stock prices have been declining. It's kind of a, a, a worst case scenario for a potential retiree that used to look at the bond market and say, hey, I can run over there for some safety. That's just not the case anymore. And
2: people, I think, you know, we grew up, Or at least I did, you know, my parents talking about bonds and I didn't really pay much attention, but it was always the thing that was always the thing to do, right? It was always not not completely, but I mean bonds were a part of what they talked about. Well, again, at that point, I mean we're talking the the 60s, 70s at this point. So then even
1: even the eighties, nineties. I mean, the the bond portfolio transitioning in into retirement, even before retirement, you would transition, let's say you had 80% equities, 20% bonds. That's pretty aggressive. Uh, strategy. I'm talking back back in the day. And all of a sudden you get closer to retirement, you would adjust that percentage and be 70-30 and then 60-40 and then 50-50 and then 40-60. Uh, that just doesn't work anymore. You can't look at that as the the go-to. Here's the the bottom line, Steve, our world is different today than it was even five years ago, never mind 15 or 20 or 30 years ago. And so if our world is different, our markets are different, our strategy has to be different. And that's what you
2: do. I, I, the fact that you know with Frisbee and Associates, you evolve with the times, with what's going on, and and your strategies go with that.
1: Yeah, you know our our money managers, uh, portfolio managers we partner with, we have relationships with that manage our clients' money. It's uh, it, again looking at what's going on in today's world. We've got a portfolio that's got an algorithm um, that is really taking the emotion out of, of out of managing money, out of trading. And giving us direction on market conditions and and uh, market data and, and you know so there's not human emotion making decisions it's actual data that that we're making choices on. Just to give an example, we didn't have that five years ago. We didn't have an algorithm helping us make decisions and choices in our portfolios. But is that important today? You bet it is because everything's computerized and the markets can get in front of people ba- back. Back when you used to pick up the newspaper on the Monday Monday morning, right? And you say, all right, let's read about the stocks in the newspaper. If you're reading about the stocks in the newspaper in today's world, you're you're already three or four days behind. And so you need the technology, you need the algorithm technology and the abilities to be able to stay in front of the big players, to, to stay, you know, keep your portfolios active.
2: And competitive with the instability we're we're seeing and feeling right now, um, are annuities an option, or or should we think about that? Well, here's Uh,
1: we should we should have started the show with that question because I I could have gone (laughs) half a show probably because there's a lot of explaining to do when you talk about annuities, right? so let's let's the answer is yes i'm gonna stay say that right out the answer is yes annuities can be and should be looked at as a alternative to a bond portfolio here's the thing if in the past you had bonds that you would get a three four five six percent potential rate of return and that was great because it was safe safer um and you don't have to you know worry about too much market risk today that's what an annuity does for you uh, and it has to be the right type of annuity so let me clarify that and i'm gonna not- not going to explain annuities today, has to be the right type of annuity, a fixed or an index, not a variable annuity. But if you can get in an annuity, a three, four, five, 6% rate of return with zero market risk, isn't that a better situation than have on a bond portfolio today that has the, the downside with the interest rate environment? It is. And so we're going to look at that as saying, all right, here's something as an alternative potential that we're going to introduce to you. We're going to lay it on the, on the ta- table and say, it's an option. If you want to do it, let's let's talk about it if you don't want to talk about annuities we won't talk about annuities,
2: but it is something that should be addressed. Okay. Well, this is part, part of a conversation, I think. And uh, folks, if you'd like to have that conversation, just give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. And then let's talk income because that's what makes a successful retirement. We got to have ever increasing income. Not uh, That doesn't happen by accident, Kevin.
1: Ever increasing income. Hmm. Interesting thought uh, right there, Steve. Yes. Think about that. Inflation running seven, eight, nine 8, 9% for, for the rest of your life. If you're 65 today, what does that do? Let's say inflation runs at 7%. If you take the rule of 72, that means your your uh, the cost of your lifestyle will double every 10 years.
2: Oh, man.
1: I don't like That's that. That's what that is. So you've got to somehow get a 7% rate of return on your investin- investments and portfolio to keep up with the inflation rate, to keep your spending power 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now. And so that's the challenge. That's the trick in today's world is how do you make sure you're maintaining at least the rate of return based on what the inflation factor is? And, and then now looking at your income, how much income do you need on a monthly basis at, you know, for distributions from uh, from your retirement accounts, add it to your social security if you have social security, add it to your mainstay retirement if you have that?
2: And, and how do you piece that together? What does that look like? Sure. So, I mean, but those are the kinds of conversations that you like to have. And if someone is about to get into retirement, you know, that whole income thing—I mean, the money that they need immediately—is is already safe. Yeah, and we like to have those conversations, T, because I want people to realize the reality of
1: what is, uh, you know, of what is going on in today's world, in in the financial world, in inflation, and also tie it to and relate it to their situation. How much have they saved? What is their income need? What are the rate of returns they're getting in their accounts or investments? And, and how does that all play out? And so I again, sometimes it's scary for people to have these conversations. I think it's sometimes scary too, but I think it's beneficial. So it's a real conversation and the reality of, hey we've, we've just got to know the risks out there. And if we know the risks or what they are, we can now put a plan together to, uh, be defensive against
2: those potential risks. Well, one of the other big risks, and I I know we don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but let's talk healthcare. I mean, long-term care, those are things that both of those, that as you transition into retirement, that's a big change too. Massive change. And one of the biggest concerns that people
1: have that come in is, is, uh, the potential for long-term care event. And I'll tell you why. Uh, a lot of times we have this sam- what what we call a sandwich generation. We've got these baby boomers coming up; they're they're still assisting their kids, you know, getting out on their own and 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 dealing with these co- college loans and student loan debts and, and doing that sort of stuff. But also now you've got their parents now that people are living longer and they're needing additional care and healthcare and sometimes assisted living or even healthcare in the home. And now sometimes if they haven't saved up enough money, they're leaning on their children, which is a baby boomers to to help assist with that. And so healthcare costs are continuing to rise. So people coming in saying, Kev, you know what? I've seen mom and dad spend, uh, you know, the three or $400,000 they had saved up hoping that that was gonna be just used for the retirement income. And now it's gone to a nursing home and now they're stuck on social security. We don't want that to happen to us. Those are the conversations we're having all the time with people. And and rightfully so. They get scared and they should because there's preventative things to do in planning with with estate planning attorneys and trust planning to to protect assets, to make sure that the nursing home isn't going to take over
2: your assets and take your lifestyle away uh, in retirement. Well, you know, estate planning too. Unfortunately, and, and you've got relationships with lawyers who can help with that piece of the puzzle
1: too. And, and we do when we get free consultations with the the estate planning attorneys that we have relationships with here at, all across the state of Maine. At the end of the day, it ties into that that holistic plan. If you haven't taken care of your legal work properly and done the right planning there, we can do the best we can on the financial side, but it could be squandered. And and why why? It, it could be like, hey, we're managing your money, but we're managing a nurse home's money, really, because they're going to take that over if you haven't done the right planning. And that's not—that's a bad thing to say, right? But it's—but it's a reality in a lot of cases. And and I'm bringing it up because God, if you're listening to the show and you're still procrastinating to get your work done, please get it done. You're going to save your your family tremendous amount of headache and heartache.
2: Just make that phone call, folks. In fact, let's—we uh, got to take a break. So let's invite folks to call, and uh, we'll get back to you. Sounds great, Steve.
1: you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review. They were going to give away complimentary,
2: with no obligation. Sit down, get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's an excellent chance to get a true, practical financial review. I know a lot of you are looking for a second opinion, or maybe you weren't, but you are now because of the way things have changed. It is an excellent chance for you to get that practical financial review. It starts with that call, eight 800- hundred. 98-5649. Nine, nine, 10 callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You'll see where you are today, but it does become even more important that you walk out with that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Time once again for questions from listeners, that and more when we come right back.
3: Oh, the haunting call of the loon. Heard throughout the land of
2: 10,000 lakes, AKA Minnesota. It's the 32nd state admitted to the union in May of 1858. The name comes from the Dakota Indians and means sky tinted water. There's certainly plenty of that. If you count all the lakes in Minnesota, they number about 15,000. So it's not surprising that Minnesota has more recreational boats than any other state. That's one for every six people. The mighty Mississippi has humble roots in Minnesota. It begins at Lake Itasca. It's a small spring-fed lake in northern Minnesota, less than two square miles in area. You can actually walk across the river at that point. Some 200 miles south on the Mississippi, we find the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. St. Paul is the state capital. Famous Minnesotans include Prince, Judy Garland, Bob Dylan, F. Scott Fitzgerald, J. Paul Getty, Louis Anderson, Lonnie Anderson, Vince Vaughn, Charles Schultz, just to name a few. And from the missed it by that much file, in politics, Hubert Humphrey rose to vice president, but missed the big one losing to Richard Nixon. Walter Mondale, also VP, then lost the top job to Ronald Reagan. And in sports, the Minnesota Vikings made it to the Super Bowl four times and never won. Missed it by that much. Other Minnesota sports teams, the Minnesota Twins, the Timberwolves, the Lynx, and the Minnesota Wild. Plenty of Fortune 500 companies that call Minnesota home, including Best Buy, General Mills, Target, 3M, and others. Rochester, Minnesota, home to the Mayo Clinic, which is world famous for its expert doctors and new medical discoveries. Speaking of discoveries, the stapler was invented in Minnesota, along with rollerblades, the snowmobile, the bump pan, scotch tape, the Milky Way candy bar, weedy cereal bisquick water skis, and who could forget Spam, introduced by Hormel, or Hormel, as the locals say.
0: You don't say hand, you say Spam. Spam is Spice. Hand, you don't say hand, you say spam.
2: The state bird is the loom. The flower is the pink and white lady slipper, the state muffin. Oh, sure, there is one. It's the blueberry muffin. Movies filmed in Minnesota include Purple Rain, Jingle All the Way, Grumpy Old Men, and of course, the Coen Brothers classic Fargo.
3: Oh, you betcha, yeah.
2: Joel and Ethan Coen also hail from Minnesota. And what trip to Minnesota would be complete without a visit to the Mall of America?
3: There's a place to find.
2: MOA, size of 78 football fields, there's an amusement park in the middle of it all. It was at the Minnesota State Fair, September 2nd, 1901, when Teddy Roosevelt coined the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick. About the only stick you'll need in Minnesota is a fishing pole to try your hand at landing the cherished walleye, also the state fish. And that's just a small sample of what the North Star State has to offer. Learn more at exploreminnesota.com. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee, and uh, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, is uh, president and founder, and uh, you're just the big guy over there at Frisbee and Frisby and Associates, Frisbee Benefits, right? You know, it's—I uh, <laughs> wouldn't call myself the big guy. I'm- I
1: started—I started the organization, obviously, but you know, we've gotten to a point where it's not Kevin Frisbee anymore. We're—we're—we're we're, we're a big organization here. Yeah. We've got great advisors. And uh, we're actually kicking around just a little, little, throw it out there. We're kicking around maybe even changing the name uh, oh. from Frisbee and Associates to a bigger entity because we're a bigger entity today.
2: Well, I mean, you've got the likes of Jeff Trishon, Lance Gilman, who I have the pleasure of working with when, when you're gone. Uh, and you've got Peter Hanson, Derek Hewitt, A.J. Harmon. I mean, these are a, an amazing group of, of advisors, plus all of the people behind the scenes, Ashley and Shelly. I mean, there's, there's just a great bunch of folks.
1: Yeah, I you know I I was out in Vegas uh, in an awards banquet a couple of weeks back, and we we got the number one, uh, we were the number one shop uh, advisor shop in the country, uh, wow. in twenty twenty one, and you know we stood on stage, and I was just uh, like a proud parent. I, I just you know I look at my guys and my team, and and there's there's other advisor groups that we you, we're here in Maine, Steve, and we're pulling a tremendous amount of volume, helping a lot of people and Maine families, and we're we're competing, I guess, on a national level with. Uh, Los Angeles, not, you know, the, we got the LA here, they got the LA there and, and Phoenix and some of these big markets where some of these big advisors come from. But here we come and we get introduced on the stage as the absolute number one shop in the whole country. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a proud parent. Is, well, yeah, is I'm smiling
2: right here because it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very cool to to watch. I mean, but we've been doing these shows for what, four years, five years at this point. And I mean, to watch, you know, to watch your company, you know, grow, expand and to become this thing that is just a a, a you know, it's a big organization, like you said, with really good people. Yeah, yep. It's it's, uh, it's well, that's it's pretty pretty amazing to watch. Well, that's I think that's some. I mean, that's partial to you. A lot of it to you because you, I think you've done what uh, what good leaders always do, and that surround themselves with good people. Yeah, and and I'll tell you another ter- terrific people, and that's you're right.
1: Good leaders surround themselves with great people. The other thing is, in in our business that we we had uh, come into us last year, 58%, now think about that number, 58% of it, more than half, was referrals from our clients. Wow. And so that by itself speaks tremendous volumes to what we've been able to do here in
2: the state of Maine. Sure. Again, folks, if you'd like to get in, 800-998-5649. All right, we'll jump into a couple of these questions here while we have some time. Bob has checked in from Hartford. Uh, Bob says, I'm a little bit torn about how to approach my retirement planning. On one hand, I really want to understand all the details about my plan but I've talked to a couple of financial advisors who act like I should just let them handle all of the details. Am I being a control freak by wanting to know everything that's going on? Well, <laughs> it's interesting, Bob, and thanks for writing in. Um, no, you're not
1: being a control freak by wanting to know what's going on because this is your money and this is your retirement. This is your lifestyle. And so some of my clients, for example, some of our clients just you know come in and say, Kev, you know, you got this, I I understand. And I just don't want to know, and just send me some money every month. <laughs> but then the flip side of that is like you, Bob, you want to know what's going on. You don't want to know how it's going on. You don't want to know, you want to know why it's going on. And, and that should be part of your conversation with your advisor in the, uh, in the reviews, you know, ongoing basis. So if you're not getting that from your advisor and your advisor saying, no, you know, p- you know, stay, stay back. I've got this, I don't know. It's probably not the right relationship for you is what I'm going to tell you.
2: Okay. Well, all right. The 800-998-5649. Bob, if you want to sit down with Kevin and the team, uh, let's see. We'll go to Shirley in Wyndham. She says, I'm considering cutting back to part-time work. I'm 63. My husband passed away a few years ago. Would it be possible to receive his social security benefits and still work part-time?
1: Yes, yeah, so Shirley, thanks for writing in. Um, yeah, you'd be collecting what they call a widow's benefit, which, you know, they're reduced uh, for claims placed before your own full retirement age. So your full retirement age is probably 66 or 67, somewhere in that range. So if you started collecting a widow benefit, you're going to have a reduced amount of benefits. Um, and you're, you're limited to make roughly $19,000 a year in income and not be penalized on your Social Security. If you go above that, For every $2 you go above that 19 grand, just to use an even number, you're going to be penalized $1 of your social security benefits. So it's something to say, all right, does it make sense to collect early the the, the benefit from social security? If you're going to work full time and make more than 19,000, a lot of times it doesn't. Okay. So it really is a case by case basis.
2: So I'm going to talk about Social Security for a second too, because that is also an area that you have expertise in. You, as a company, have expertise in mm-hmm. Social Security, Social Security claiming and maximizing that benefit. Yeah, it can be it can be complicated sometimes, Stephen. Back back four or five years ago, there used to be a
1: lot of different strategies that the government has, has eliminated. For kind of loopholes uh, that we used to help you know guide clients to and get them really maximum benefits today they've cut a lot of that out and it's really pretty straightforward. You know this is your benefit if you collect early, this is your penalty, if you collect later, this is what you get a benefit of. Um, a lot of people have questions, obviously, like Shirley does here working during collecting social security, and what does that look like? and again, as Shirley, I'm not encouraging you not to do the widow's benefit. I'm just telling you that if you work part time, you get to look at how much you're going to make depending on what you end up doing. Uh, to make sure you don't go over to, to pay that
2: penalty. Sure. But I mean, that, I mean that's, I'm guessing that that happens a fair amount of time where people are thinking they've heard something, they may know something, but again, get with the folks who have the expertise and that's you. Yeah, we definitely have that expertise. We, we've got a hundreds, if not thousands of people
1: uh, on social security strategies.
2: And well, and then also uh, just we'll touch on this ever so briefly, but Medicare, you've also got expertise in Medicare at that organization. Oh, listen, we've got uh, three Medicare reps that only do... Their specialty is Medicare,
1: 100%. That's what they do. Um, They're licensed and and, uh, appointed with all the insurance companies that that handle Medicare here in the state of Maine or New England for that matter. That's Rick George, uh, known as the Medicare man. He's out of Brunswick. Chris Parnell, uh, who's got a a tremendous client base of Medicare people across the state of Maine. He's out of Topsom. And Kevin Callback. Um, who's out of the Rumford area. So these guys cover the whole state, wherever you're at. If you listen to the show, I don't care if it's in Caribou or you're in uh, uh, Portsmouth, uh, New Hampshire, we can cover uh, and get uh, some Medicare information to you.
2: All right, fair enough. 800-998-5649. But really you just are a one-stop shop. And I I like that because not all advisors are like that where I can come to you you can do my investing. You can do my retirement income plan, Social Security when it comes time for Medicare. I mean, you, I don't have to go explain everything to 14 different people. And and it, by doing
1: that, having that model how we're set up, Steve, it's easy to communicate amongst the advisors to help our clients. So if you have Medicare questions and it relates to... Or legal stuff that relates to your finances and we communicate with the attorneys based on you signing a letter allowing us to do that. It, it makes your life easier as a, as a, as a client to know that your, your advisors collectively
2: can communicate together about helping you get to your end game. Nice. 800-998-5649, Shirley, if you want to learn a little bit more. All right, we've got Ross and Kanan. and I think uh, Ross was paying attention to the show because he's got a question about bonds. He says, why does a bond lose value due to government interest rate increases and advancing market conditions? I mean, you kind of already answered that, but it's interesting that we got that question. Yeah, no,
1: thanks, Ross, for writing in, and uh, and it's the same thing that I just said. So bond, uh, when you buy a bond, it's basically corporate debt. That you're, you're you're funding a corporate loan basically. So as the interest rate environment goes higher, the bond prices, because it's actual actually debt you you've you've funded, goes lower. It it makes it uh, less uh, worth less money. So like I said, take your arms, throw them out in the air like a teeter totter, and put bond prices on one hand and interest rates on the other. And flip your arms up and down and you can see, you know, what the correlation is. When, when interest rates go lower, bond values go higher.
2: Of course. All right, uh, Ross, uh, 800-998-5649. We've got time for another one here. Teresa is in Biddeford uh, and she says, I'm 59. I have no credit card debt, no children, three cats and my house is paid off. My net worth is 500,000. I'm hoping to retire in three years. I'll have $3,000 per month pension, my social security is just over $2,000, and my expenses are around $2,000. Do you think I can retire at 62? Yeah, pretty
1: easily. It's only three years out, uh, Teresa. Thanks for writing in. And uh, not only do I think you can retire at 62, but you can leave that, probably leave the bulk of that $500,000 to your cash, potentially, like some people do. You know, they leave them to pets. I saw sure. that recently where there was a, a $5 million estate down somewhere in Florida that the guy left to his dog. Wow. <laughs> just, I'm not saying to trees. I'm joking, honestly, right, yes. but I'm you know, not saying to do that. But, I get it. Yeah. But, but if you do it properly, right, you put a strategy together that 500,000 should spit off 6% a year in uh, withdrawals as 30 grand, add that to your social security potentially and you're in good shape.
2: Okay. I like it. Well, again, on that note, we have uh, really filled up the show here, Kevin covered some ground today. Wow. I mean, what a, what a fun, fast paced, interesting show. It's too bad it's ending.
1: I mean, I feel like I'm full of information to give out there today, and now we're at at the end of the show, So What do we do?
2: Well, we'll do it again sometime. How's that? (laughs) Sounds great. (laughs) Folks, let's just go ahead and invite you to call one last time today. Great idea, Steve.
1: For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap.
2: Hey, folks, this is it. Last opportunity today to, to sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. Uh, you know, you'll be able to get a true practical financial review, whether it's a first, uh, first-time first appointment or whether it's a, a second opinion. Either way, it's a phone call away at 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now, get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can really help get you to where you need to be. 10 callers, 800 800- 998-5649 800-998-5649 Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week right here. It goes by so quickly but I love the information. Yeah, it was a great show today. I hope the uh,
1: listeners enjoyed it and again, like I said, don't procrastinate. Give us a call. No obligation to come in and talk to somebody here at Frisbee Associates.